Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Build Value by Choice. I'm your host, Nana Bansu, President and CEO of Infinite Horizons Incorporated. We help business owners grow and scale their businesses more efficiently while helping them maintain control of their operations. You may contact us at www.infhorizons.com and book an appointment to learn more about how we might help you. Also, please don't forget to subscribe and give us a rating and also leave us a review if you so choose. And don't forget to leave us a comment on our Facebook community page. Just search for Build Value by Choice. We also have a free ebook that we're giving out. You can go to https forward slash forward slash bit bit.ly forward slash productize ebook one, one word to download it. Now to today's topic, which is about automating your service businesses with a technology called StaffNet. This technology can free up to five hours of your time for a week to focus on more important tasks. And to talk about this technology is my guest for today. Her name is Jenna Zhang. Jenna is one of the founders of StaffNet Inc., which is a workflow optimization tool to help small to medium-sized businesses. Jenna truly believes in sharing knowledge to help spark growth and self-development. She also believes in inspiring others to grow and share their life gifts with the world from building their brand to all things business, marketing, and development. Welcome to the show, Jenna. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Wonderful. So I wanted to kind of get started and ask you, what inspired you and your, your co-founders to start StaffNet Technology? Yeah, so um, we had a pain point that we were trying to solve like effectively. So um, that was kind of our inspiration. And initially it wasn't meant to be a business. It was meant to be our solution at the time. So um, it was kind of a happy accident, if you will. Can you walk us through how your technology works? Yeah, absolutely. So um, our pain point for our small business at the time, we own a cleaning business as well. We established that back in 2018. So running a small business um, and having no experience myself in business at all, I didn't realize um, how many little tasks there were here and there, fires to put out throughout the day before we hopped on the recording. You and I were just talking about there's something always that pops up, right? Um, And so through that, we had a lot of pain points in just our time being eaten up by all of these tasks that were very important to keep the business operating, but it was pulling away from my ability to grow my business the way that I wanted to. So from there, I, uh, I became the automation queen. So I uh, created StaffNet to create automations. And basically the automations are what's going to save you the five hours that you mentioned. So what StaffNet does is a workflow optimization tool that will allow you to take back your time by setting automations in place for employee scheduling, client follow ups and confirmations, um, team messaging, payroll, so timesheets and job reports, just to name a few. So it sounds like an all-in-one platform. Yeah, it's like a baby ERP. So that's what I call it. So we're not Oracle or anything like that, but we're definitely made for the little guy to be able to run like the megacorps, essentially. What specific niche industries do you uh, focus on or are you kind of open to? Yeah, so um, we did beta testing and we did a wide variety of businesses, but we definitely found our people, our community would be um, in the service sector. 
So that would be anything from a plumber, a cleaning company, moving company. But that's not to say that other businesses didn't find value within it. Restaurants are using it now. Um, we have a few brick and mortar stores. Basically, anybody who has employees where you need to schedule people out and create these automations, um, it works effectively. And where's your sweet spot in terms of the number of employees that these businesses have? Yeah, so our people would be the small to medium market. So um, that would be around, so we have a freemium package, which is one to four. So that would be like, you're just in the startup phase. Maybe it's just you and your co-founder or a very small team. And then from there, we go up from five to 25 and then 26 to 50. So those are, that's the grand range that we would cover. So for a small business, what would be the ideal way to implement um, your technology to, to see the benefits that you guys offer? So I would set in automations for your employees. So set a recurring schedule. This would be um, setting up notes to reoccur if there's specific tasks within that. Um, and then from there, you're going to set the automation to reoccur biweekly, every month, whatever the cadence may be. And that's going to happen automatically for you. So you could be sleeping and the schedule is just going to be posted for your employees. So you take the legwork out of that and you remove the human error as well, right? So you're not having to do it several times. You're doing it once, setting it in place and letting technology do the work for you. Another thing that small businesses could implement right away would be putting all your clients within our CRM. So being able to track the clients that you have and maybe prospects that are in their buying phase right now. The beauty about that is you can take notes within this platform. You can also set reminders to follow up with these clients. So you're never going to let a client or a potential client fall through the cracks. So we want to make sure that we're having all the touch points covered through that. And then we have daily team communication that you can set up. So, um, much like email, you can send out an email to your team, but this is really nice because you can schedule these memos to be sent out effectively to their mobile phones because this is a software, so you use it on your computer, but you can use it as an app as well too because since we are more catered towards service-based businesses, a lot of teams are deskless and they work remote. So what are they bringing everywhere with them? Their phone. So from there, by creating these automations, all of the job information will be in their phone, your employee's phone, to allow them to be able to access all of this. And this is with you doing the work once and it just repeating over and over and over again in the cycle that you set. So when you say all the job information, you're not talking about an actual like job applicant. You're talking about like a work schedule or some kind of a work task. Yes, exactly. So it would be the job information, the employee schedule, the scope of work, maybe there's a checklist to go with it, any kind of notes that you need to communicate. And it really breaks down any communication barriers too, right? Because sometimes somebody will misunderstand something if it's via text, because it's a quick text or you do voice to text, something like that. Because I know with a lot of small businesses, we opt for easy, quick things to do because we're a smaller team. But if you have these hiccup, hiccups and mix-ups at the beginning of your business, it can be detrimental to your brand and just growth, right? So at least this diminishes the amount of miscommunication from the get-go. Yeah. And one of the things that we tend to talk about is, number one, is you know, being able to streamline uh, your operations. And it sounds like this enables a quick kind of ramp up and then the other thing is you don't have to learn too many different systems because it's all in one platform. 
the absolutely. yeah the the knock against all-in-one systems tends to be that number one is you're locked in one vendor and therefore uh, you lose the leverage when it comes to negotiation um and the other thing is if something were to happen to the vendor or, or the platform or the system were to like you know go down for like a week or two that you could you know, your operations could be hampered what do you say to those type of um, assertions and how are you mitigating that? Yeah, so that's a wonderful question. And that was one of the things from the get-go that we asked our developers, you know, with cyber attacks and all of these things that can happen or just technology breaking down, right? Um, we want to make sure that we mitigate these issues and have a contingency plan. So we have um, multiple servers that are running the software and the platform to allow for essentially a backup in case. So all of the data is saved on two separate servers, but then we also have a test server that everything is saved on as well. So we have several backup, if you will. And your system is cloud-based or is it installed on, on premise? Uh, cloud-based. Cloud-based. Okay. Yeah. So you have you have that uh, benefit as well. And in yeah. terms of um, setup time, how long does it normally take for a, a new um, a new acquisition to come up to speed on this to get enrolled on your platform? It really depends on the size of your team ultimately, but just to sign up and just kind of get started, it's within minutes. So um, you're going to put in your information on the sign up page and then you're going to get a verification email. Easy. You just go to your email and verify. Once you're in the actual portal, that's when you can kind of poke around and add staff. Staff is really easy to use um, or adding staff, I should say. You just use their name, their email, and then they're going to be sent an email to verify things on their end. So that's their responsibility. From there, you can automatically start adding them to the schedule, which um, again, depends on the amount of information that you're adding, but it can be done within seconds if you want to do a quick and easy job title, address, and just a few notes and assigning it. Um, so it really makes the process really easy for people just kind of wanting to input data right away and just get things going. But as you mentioned before, you can really ramp up your streamlined process by implementing these automations because once you start saving time, you realize you have so much more time to allocate to the projects that are actually going to grow your business the way that you want to. Let's talk about data security. How yeah. do you make sure that people's that the employees' data or the customers' data are not secure? Yeah, so again, it links back to our dev team. So we work with the team that actually developed our software and app. We decided to hire them for maintenance and overall just making sure people's data is protected. So um, they maintain all of that. Um, their name is Alto Leap. Um, they're a wonderful team to work with if anybody is looking to hire a team. And uh, they take care of all the data security on um, our part. What are some of the biggest challenges that you've seen new entrants to your platform have? I would say disorganization. People, you know, I did this myself. When I started my cleaning business, I thought, okay, this is going to be a fun little side job. I'm just going to get started and I'm going to buy the product, find contracts and get employees. Not as simple as that. So there's so many nuances to running a business. So I think that if you ramp up quickly or, um, you know, you just start to work and you're actually doing like a service-based business, let's say, so you're going out and getting the jobs, but you don't realize all the little things that can take up your time to actually keep the business running. So once these items pile up and you become disorganized from the accounting, the payroll, um, you know, just jobs, all of that, 
in one place or not being in one place, I should say, becomes a disorganized mess. So when people are coming in, it's kind of pulling pulling it apart, like opening up the hood, if you will, to be like, okay, this goes here, this goes here, this goes here. So we've worked with several businesses getting started and they just said help. So we do one-on-one coaching and demos with our new customers um, from myself to people on my team to be able to walk them through and say, okay, how can I help you? How can I assist you import data over so that we can organize things a little bit for you and get things going the way that you want to. What are some of the features that are utilized or some kind of hidden strength that people are not tend not to take advantage of? I would say our task function. So we have a Kanban board where you can set deadlines for your team, assign tasks. And what's really neat about that is that they're able to see that in their app as well. So everything is visible from the portal to the app so that you're able to essentially communicate effectively and clearly and just set really tangible deadlines or very clear deadlines about certain things. So I would say in terms of the features not being used as much, it would be the task function for sure. Yeah, I know this is kind of a terrible question, but what, was there any kind of idea or thinking behind the name, the name that you chose for the for the product? Is there? Oh, uh, so that would be the co-founder, Dwayne. He came up with the name. I remember, I don't remember the names that we thought of, but it was probably six months ago or something like that, I was looking through the notes on my phone and I found, because you know, you have hundreds of notes as an entrepreneur, right? And uh, I found this one and it was the list of names that we had come up with and stuff. So it's pretty funny to go through. I can't remember off the top of my head, but um, he, I don't remember his process of going through that, but that was his task. What are some of the success stories of you know people that are using your system right now? Yeah, that's the most fun part. I love being able to engage with our community and hear, you know, a positive impact that we're making, but I need feedback as well, too, because that always just makes the system that much better for us. Um, So, yeah, one of um, the success stories, well, I have two. So there's when he works for a moving company and um, he basically is managing, I'd say around 20, I think it's 20 to 35 employees because it's such a high turnover job. So it really ranges. Um, But yeah, so basically his name is Amaro and um, he was managing things, but kind of haphazardly, they had the old system where um, it was like the written schedule and he was just all over the place. His employees were all over the place, not really buying into the job either. So not filling out their time cards effectively. So payroll was a mess. And this is like a multi-million dollar business. So, you know, this is kind of like the big guys, if you will, but their business on the payroll side and the employee side wasn't being run effectively. So because of the miscommunications and mishaps, a lot of employee morale was going down. So from there, he implemented it. We showed him the system. And since then, his employees are checking in for their jobs so they can track payroll effectively. So they're taking ownership responsibility over it, which when you have autonomy over that, I feel as an employee, it just kind of makes you feel like a little bit just a little bit better. You're in control of running your day, your job, you know exactly what you have to do. Boom, boom, boom. So the job outline is very clear for them now too, because before they would be told one thing and then they would get to the job site and it would be a different story. So at least this is in writing, it's concrete. This is what the foreman told me. So employee morale is boosted. Overall, the organization is up. The admin staff definitely appreciate that. And um, the employees are appreciating just the set schedule within their phone. 
The second one we have is actually a personal trainer and he is a solopreneur, but he uses it to track his clients. And so his clients um, basically check in for what would be a job. They kind of use it in a different way, but what would be a job? And then that would be their workout. And then they check out at the end of their workout effectively to be able to track. It's under timesheets. So it looks like an employee, but it's actually what their workout was logged for. So he kind of took a very interesting perspective on using it, but it's kind of cool the way that he used it to his function where he can see what his clients are doing. They can also track this data as well and um, leveraging the system to be able to get the data that he wanted out of it. That's great. So your system is flexible enough where you can adjust it to see whatever your use case scenario is. Yeah, that was a kind of an interesting one. I never thought about that kind of uh, way of using it. So it was neat. Wonderful. So what's your current distribution of your user base? Um, what do you mean by that? I mean, like, you know, most of your people, your, your users in the North American region or are they oh, global? Um, so right now, I would say majority are Canada and United States. Florida is a big one. So um, we have, I'd say probably over 50 of our users, 50% of our users are in Florida. So when we were doing um, market testing and split testing and all that stuff like that, we found that we wanted to focus on the state of Florida just based on, you know, research and just um, general interest. And so, yeah, Florida is a big one for us. Canada, I would say out West. So if you know the provinces at all, we're hitting Vancouver a little bit more. And I'm thinking we're still doing a little bit of research towards this, but it's because a lot of startups are generating in these areas more so than some. So um, it'd be interesting to focus on different states for the United States, because obviously that is a larger group of people. And then um, in terms of leaving outside of Canada and or North America, I should say, I, it's like probably less than 5%. So what are, what are your current, um, you know, growth plans or, or, you know, acquisition plans, if you may? Yeah. So as of right now, we have over 150 freemium users, and then we have close to 100 paid users for the middle plan, which is the standard from five to 25 users. We don't have too many on the pro. I think it's like a handful. And so, um, yeah, basically our plans for the future, I would like to hit 500 accounts for this year between the freemium and the standard and hopefully the pro as well too but again we're for the little guy if you will for we're very small businesses because that's who we were and that's what i want to do is i want to solve a pain point for people who are just who were just like me right um and yeah in terms of the coming year I would say kind of a happy accident that started to happen was through our email newsletters. I just put a button because I saw it in one of my other um, emails that I subscribed to just saying, if you have any questions or, um, you know, just you like to make a comment or something like that, like or subscribe, not like or subscribe, click here and reply to me. So that's what I started doing. And then um, from there, some of our clients, not even clients, just subscribers, because we have our blog, start asking questions. So we actually started doing free consulting on the side. It's still totally free. It's like 15 minutes, so a nice little coffee break. But um, it's kind of interesting to see where that will go in the next year or so, because 
So far, it's really filling my cup to be able to share knowledge, but it's vice versa. They're also sharing knowledge with me and giving me a different perspective with their lens, right? Of how their business operates, what their pain points are, and definitely gives me ideas for StaffNet for the future. Looks like it's a lot, no, a lot of lies ahead. Uh, any um, any final you know, words of advice or, or comment or pitch that you want to make to our listeners? Yeah, if you're thinking on an idea, I say scrap the imposter syndrome and just give it a go. At the end of the day, you know, um, being a solopreneur can be really scary. And I think we fear judgment from others, especially those who are closest to us, um, because as much as they care, there's a lot of doubt that they carry as well. Um, I say just do the damn thing and just go out there and do what will make you happy because at the end of the day, um, you know, you being filled with regret isn't so worthwhile, you know, give it a go and um, pull your seat up to the table. You don't have to wait for somebody to give you permission. That's a, that's a wonderful and strong um, words of encouragement. So thanks again, Jana, for joining us today. Really appreciate your insights and definitely best of luck. It's a hot new technology and that's really going to help um give uh, the little guy, the Davis of the world, a bit of a shot against the bigger guy. So thanks again uh, for stepping into the arena and making it happen. So now if uh, people want to get in contact with you or follow your work, how how can they do that? Yeah, they can check out our website, staffnet.ca for anybody signing up for a trial. So we have 14 days for free right now. So they can give us a go, a little test drive. And then our team works closely with any trials to do demos and whatnot. Um, So we're always in contact. And then from there on LinkedIn is where we like to hang out the most. So that would be StaffNet Scheduling. And um, if you're more privy to Instagram, we're at StaffNet. Wonderful. Thanks so much. And for our listeners, that'll be it for this week. Don't forget to join us on a conversation on our Facebook community page and give us a a rating and a review on the podcast platform. Bye for now.